So, as you may or may not know, I have been to Supercuts for every haircut except for one my entire life. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jason. Two. Except for two my entire life. There was one time I went with a friend in college to some random place. Um, it was essentially, it was like called the Haircuttery. It's essentially Supercuts. Yeah, no, we have those. I've yeah. been there. And there was one time I went to Ed's Barbershop and I hated it. Um, I wanted a haircut. My hair was too long, and there is a fancy barbershop across the street from work called the Barber Society. Ooh. So I went. It's run by one Italian dude, and he has two apprentices, like legit apprentices. So one of the apprentices, uh, first off, you walk in, he shakes your hand, he's like, hello, I am Pascale. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mm -hmm. he's like, can I get you an espresso? Uh, and I was like, no, thank you. And I'm like, they never offered me espresso at Supercuts. So yeah. there were there were other people there. So like, I sat down on the bench, and Pascale like took a, a break from like the person he was cutting, and like came over and was like, what are you here for? Like, what do you want? What do you do? Like, what? Do, like, who are you? And like, put started putting his hands all up in my hair, and like, I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so then uh, he's like, okay, you sit here. Like, do you want chocolate? Do you want espresso? And I was like, no, thank you. Okay, so I sat there and I got nervous. And then at some point, the assistant, who is like as fresh off the boat as you can be, like he couldn't pronounce Bedford Stuy, which is where he lives. Cool. Um, he... New Jersey, no? No. Uh, God damn it. It's okay. No, it's a regional. Uh, so um, he washed my hair. I've never done that before. Why? At a, I've never gotten my hair washed at a. Oh, what do they just spray you? Oh, it was magnificent. He like massaged like my temples, like my every like just like really Oh, it was great. And he like kept asking me, like, how's the water pressure? Like how's the temperature? And I was like, It's it's great, Giuseppe, like don't even worry about it. Um and then uh there's another guy there who's only practicing. Uh he had uh like a mannequin head that had hair in it and all he was doing is practicing. I guess when you cut hair, when you hold the scissors, like only your thumb is supposed to move and so he was like holding his hand and like balancing it and practicing cutting hair against the thing <laughs> it was it was amazing um and he was like very careful about it and it was like, it was a fucking doll head okay so then i sat down and uh pascale was like um he walks over he's like i'll do and i was like uh yeah i guess just do do whatever it is you want to do um and he like reached for the razor and i was like whoa, whoa like not not too short and he was, and I was like, normally I get a number four, and he holds up the number, and it's the number four, and he's like, I know, Pascal knows. Oh my god! And then I he love cut, this. he cut my hair, and like it's fine. No, it looks great. And it was not crazy expensive. That's even better. I don't know. It was. It was. Now you have a guy. Like that's the, yeah. that's like that's like adult goals. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go see Pascale. Because, like, that's where I go. Like, he knows me, because that's where I go. Right, he knows my, like, scalp, or whatever it is. Yeah, totally. He, um, he seemed to know what he was doing, I don't know. You look, you look very, very sharp. Thank you. I'm nervous, because everyone in the office, so I've stressed about this all day. 
I'm sure. So, so, yeah. so everyone in the office knows that I was going to get a haircut. And I made them all promise that no matter what, they would say it looked good. Good. Um, so now I won't be able to trust them. Yeah, but, like, you knew that. You knew that earlier. You know I that, that I would tell you if you weren't pretty. Yeah. I think you're pretty. Emily kept te- keeps texting me all day, like, uh, don't worry, it'll grow back. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, that's what I don't understand about, like, guys' haircuts. Like, if it's bad, it's going to be fine in, like, two weeks. My hair will grow back. Yeah. And then, because, like, what are you on? Like, the six-week cycle? I go I go cycle? long. I feel like I, guys I go, go literally long. months. Although, I think since the last one, Jesus. maybe it's less than that. Um, I, I take my time. I go and basically I go until I can't stand it anymore. Maybe now that I have Pascale, now that it's so pleasant to get my hair cut. It's great when they, I didn't realize, I didn't think about it. Cause like with girls hair, that's a lot, that's a lot of effort to like spray it all mm, to get it wet. Sure. So like I've always, they've always washed my hair. Yeah. That's what Teresa uh, kept saying. But I was like, very nice. what's the big deal? It's just like spritz, spritz, spritz. And then you go. Yeah. He no, uh, his water nice. bottle like for spritzing because he did some spritzing too was a sure. Jack Daniels bottle. That's just the kind of fun. that's just the kind of guy he is, you know. Sure. He just likes to have fun. That is very fun. Next time I'll take that espresso though. Uh, I'm gonna caution you, Jason. Just knowing you. I mean, yeah, I'll get like I super. Feel like anxious. you'll drink it and then you're like, well, now I'm anxious and I have to poop. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> certainly possible, but like, I want the full experience. You know what I mean? I feel you. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah. You know what? You feel it out. You do. You do you. I'll do me. I guess I'll do me. That's very lovely. Um, at the end of the at the end of the whole haircut thing, it got a little awkward because he doesn't speak English so great, and he was trying to tell me that he wanted me to tip in cash rather than uh. by card because i guess it was difficult for him to pay his employees or whatever with the card tip or something so he wanted me to tip with cash and i didn't understand if he was saying like no tip like don't tip me don't tip me or if he was saying like just tip me and like not with a card right. um right. And it was very confusing um you know and it just kind of got into the whole sense that like we have all these different options when we're paying for things you know you can pay with a credit card you can pay with cash like it's it, it, it we live in a crazy world of currency transfers you know god six minutes and 26 seconds and we're there too quick too quick you want to stall no it's great um so what did you you paid him in cash i did both i used both you used both i used a card great. but i tipped in cash wow all right, cool. And you didn't use like clamshells or we didn't have to barter. I didn't have to barter. give him my firstborn son. Cool. It worked out fine. Yeah. Bitcoin is the documentary. Bitcoin we is what we have. Is what is what we have. Banking on banking on Bitcoin. Bank on Bitcoin. Banking on Bitcoin. Uh, I think you're gonna have to explain a lot of things to me. Um, I feel like, like I, I understand. Okay, I I felt really dumb watching this. <laughs> like, so the whole premise is like kind of explaining what Bitcoin is and how it started and who the players are and why it's better than banks. And then there's all of this scandal and it's kind of collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, but not completely. 
But not completely, but enough that it, I feel like it's like gone underground. It's kind of like it's kind of like Voldemort when he's like, I'm gonna go get stronger again. It's never you gone. Know? It hasn't gone. Let's see what it is at today. It hasn't gone all the way back to where it was at the start. You know, like it's still right. it still has a considerable amount of value. Um, and people, you know, all like white dudes in California are still like trading it and uh, like. I just still I still don't understand what it is. Uh, one Bitcoin is worth $4,179. It's actually gone up considerably since, I'm assuming, since Trump was elected because people are worried about um, the value of the dollar, I would assume, and about um, the government having money. Um, Which I get. Like, I, I, the, the, the concept of it I thought was cool, you know? And it's like, I feel like we overcomplicate things. There's this middleman, there's the bank, there's this weird interest, there's loans, you can get cheap money, as we learned in, in the Queen of Versailles. Like, remember when he was like, well, I'm buying cheap money or whatever, like, like loans with, mm. like, lower interest or, like, cheaper? Yeah. I don't know. It's very confusing to me. And this seems, this in is... theory, straightforward. Like, this okay. is the thing that is The thing that is confusing about Bitcoin... Okay, so I watched this... I watched the explainer part twice, and I okay. listened to another podcast about Bitcoin, not in preparation for this, but just by coincidence. Sure. Um, the thing that I think confuses people, and I'm sure I will explain it incorrectly, but I think the thing that confuses people is the fact that there isn't a piece of paper, right? So everyone knows right. like a dollar, a piece of paper dollar isn't is meaningless, right? It's just a it's like a promise of of value it's all based on confidence it's all based on on everything and that dollar is part of a quote-unquote ledger like a total amount of dollars that is uh kept by a central bank it's kept by the federal reserve um so it's like a there is at any given point a limited number of dollars in circulation um and in theory, it is a known quantity of how many dollars there are in circulation. Okay, right. Bitcoin is the same way, right? Where you have one, albeit digital, coin, and there is a limited number of those coins in circulation at any given time, and it is a known amount. The difference is, is that that quote unquote, that in with with normal dollars they get moved around to all sorts of places different people are holding them they get held by banks they get held by paypal they get held by um uh, venmo and everyone's holding different amounts so it's kind of like to the average person you don't know where your money's going how much money there really is anywhere with bitcoin all of that is centralized and and public so that people can be more confident about how much the coin is actually worth what its value actually is based on what confidence no 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 like america so like a dollar bill right is based on how much like gold we have what no so we had an argument back in like uh a while ago whether or not we were going to have a gold-backed currency right it used to be that you could take a dollar to a bank and trade it in for gold okay because a dollar was worth a certain amount of gold right we don't we no longer have gold-backed currency a dollar is worth the confidence that it will buy you something 
It's worth nothing. It's meaningless. I know. Well, that's stupid. Well, it so, is. But that's so currency then, in general. Right. So then Bitcoin, what is what is that value coming from then? Is it coming from U.S. currency dollars? In theory, no. So, yes, there's this transfer... You, like, this you know, is like this is just like me trying to understand the fucking cloud. Like seriously, I just don't understand. No, yeah, I still. Oh, don't the cloud, the like cloud. where your items are going. Yeah, your I music still files. Don't, still yeah. don't. Well, get that's that's not, see that's problematic because like who controls the cloud? Who watches the cloud makers? I don't um, put things in the cloud because I don't understand what it is. But like I still don't understand. No, I don't. But I still don't understand. Although you do because you have a Google Drive. Yeah, I'm... That's a cloud system. I'm screwed. Like, I don't understand it. I might have it. It's fine. But, okay, like, I just so, don't understand. Uh, what is giving this this uh, electronic coin value? Right. So what gives Bitcoin and any currency value is the fact that people are willing to buy it. Fuck. You know, like... It's all fake. I, and that's why... And that's why... And, and any market can, like, crash without regulation. Right, so that's why people want right. to regulate the, these markets. So the the Bitcoin market, if everyone got together and was like, "Fuck, these things are meaningless," and pulled all their money out of it and and were wasn't willing to buy them, the price will tank and it'll become worthless. The same is true for a dollar. Right. Ugh. I just I just like hate everything. Like this is this is what this made me feel like is like our money system is so complicated and i don't understand why and uh i just i just really can't wait till i'm a farmer and i just barter for what i need okay well so then let's i just can't wait let's let's talk about something more digestible then than like what is currency because i'm not sure i i'm definitely not equipped to answer it but let's talk about great for people that understand anything Let's talk about the idea of regulation, right? So one of the things that I found really interesting about this documentary is the way it looked at is is the way that there are so many different and diverse entities who are interested in the idea of an unregulated currency, right? You have people who are like uber uh, like fascist um, and like super anti-government as an idea. You have people who are like libertarians. You have people who are kind of tech entrepreneurs who see this as a way of opening up borders um and i and then on the flip side you have people who like want to regulate it and like not necessarily for evil intentions um no no i didn't i i didn't realize that there was all these different people who like had stake in bitcoin or in currency in general yeah side note i did not realize that julian assange right Mm mm-hmm did not realize that he was a part of this at all. Well, I mean, he's WikiLeaks, but he's like part of the whole like decentralized government yeah. idea. Oh. Sorry, laundry's done. Um. I think it, I think to a certain extent it was like, it kind of, I kept thinking like, wow, like every American's got a little bit of a libertarian in them. Like yeah. we all, we all kind of, hate the idea of government coming in well and 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 yeah and i i think i felt that way a lot while watching this is because i was like again i'm like why why are banks so complicated why do people make money off of people giving people money 
or yeah. like transferring money. It's like, what the fuck? Like the idea of this is so simple. It's like, if I want to give you money, I can just give you money. Right. And there's no middleman. There's no, I mean, even if I were to like loan you like $5,000, like I am in control of like giving it to you, making sure you repay it to me. And like, I don't have to charge you interest on it. Well, and so in terms of like, you know, taking out the middleman, like think about, think about it this way. Right. And not, I don't have the answer to this, but like I have $5, right. you want $5. We both have Venmo so I can send you $5 through Venmo. Don't say you don't have Venmo cause I don't even care, but you know that to be true. I right. can send you $5, $5 leaves my bank account, Right. $5 ends up in your bank account. Right. Somewhere in that process, PayPal made money. Right. I mean, Venmo, Venmo made money. Like right. how... Where, why, uh-huh. what is that situation? Yeah. Greediness. Because I and don't Bitcoin feel is like taking it's, that away. Which I'm down with. Like the concept of it in that regard, I was like, hell yeah. I just, I still can't wrap my, I feel like those old ladies who are like, what if I go to the grocery store? Like, how do they deduct my Bitcoin? Like, I was like, yeah, that's a great question. Like, that's, that's also my question. Um, the biggest thing I found interesting and very much like government keeping the man down type of thing was this money laundering uh, lawsuit angle about um, using Bitcoin to buy drugs. And it's like, well, how do you think people buy drugs? Normal with, people with buy cash, drugs. Yeah. With like cold, hard cash. That they got from an, an ATM, a Bank of America, a Chase, whatever. And I thought it was so nuts that they were they were able to, like, convict these guys of that. When I'm like, it's it's literally no different. And it's maybe libertarian in, in a way because it's like, what you do with your cash is your business. Well, so where's your, where's your line? Like, what do you feel about the Silk Road, right? That's people doing what, with what they want with their own money in their own place. And here comes the government to shut it down. What do you? What? Do you, what? Where's your line? I don't. I don't entirely know. I'm still finding. That's fine. That's. I'm I mean, I'm finding, not asking for. A, no, I, I. It's a good question, though. I don't know. I. To an extent, I'm like, do what you want to do with your shit, as long as it doesn't like negatively affect. Everybody else not involved in your shit, like right. that's, kind of just generally how I feel. I think most people have, that's what I'm saying, like, I think most people have, or most Americans at least, have, like, a bit of a libertarian in them, but, like, also most Americans think driver's license are a good idea, you know? <laughs> like, all, yeah, yeah. also, most Americans, uh, not, you know, think that, that the government controlling the ambulances and the police department is a better idea than just having free society and everyone can, but there are definitely people who are anti that yeah and i understand i don't know it's just it's uh it all feels so much more complicated than it should be like if you just think back to like really simple like bartering times it's nice i'm just i'm saying like think about it it was nice i know that we weren't there but okay counterpoint in bartering times, people like me um, die. Well, people uh, people who are not able to fe- like to to speak up for themselves d- die. Yeah, well, and then you have survival of the fittest, 
And that's a different, like, you know, lease on life, I suppose. So, essentially, we're 19 minutes, 40 seconds in, and you're saying that, like, in your (laughs) ideal world, people like me would be survival of the fittest did out of society. I think you have things to offer, Jason. That's right, I do. I got opinions. I got a great new haircut. (laughs) Those Uh, are the things I bring to the table. But that's also, like, a construct of society. Like, we don't... You're right. Some people would look at my haircut and not like it. I don't think that's (laughs) very possible at all. My haircut is a social construct. We're going to keep talking about it for, like, a week. Um, Until it's not visible anymore. But we're in a different world where, like, physically surviving is not, like, your daily job. Like, you and I go sit in offices and stare at computer screens. So it's like our society is built differently. So, like, I, I get that we just can't, like, barter potatoes. I understand that. I'm just saying that survival-minded way of life, I think, sounds really nice. I say well, that every and in week. a lot of ways, it makes more sense. You know, like the idea that money should should provide you with power doesn't make sense. But if you have the most potatoes, like that makes sense that you would have more power. Right. And I guess you know, so money is just potatoes once removed. But like. <laughs> That needs to be on a fucking t-shirt. That's what people say, you know? That's the old saying. Money is potatoes once removed. So therefore, potatoes are once removed evil? Oh my god. Because money is the root of all evil. Don't ruin french fries and mashed potatoes for me. Don't do that. Um, God, that was so funny. Write it down, cause uh, no, I'm gonna. We don't have. Cause to. I got lots of these ideas. That's what I provide we for society. We recorded this. Um, we did record it. Jason, who is uh, who's the man? Natoshi. Yeah. Wait, no, Nato- Sat- Sh- Shito- Shit. Satoshi Nakamoto. Shito- it started with an S H for sure. S H? No, maybe not. Bitcoin. Soshito. Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi. Um, it seems like it's that one guy at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I loved that there was like this like... I'm going to say anime and not because of his name, but it just felt like very anime to me of like this this puppet master behind the scenes who's like mysterious yeah. and like don't worry about me. Just like focus on what I'm telling you to do. And I was like, oh also, my god, this is so cool. Also kind of made me realize, like, why isn't Julian Assange like that? You know what I mean? Like, that takes a very certain uh, uh, personality to want to invent something that you think will be good for the whole world, but not take credit for it. But, like, look at all the people that got burned. Like, it's got to be out of self-protection. Because at the end, and I kind of, I dug this analogy of, like, someone's got to go through the door first. Right. Like, someone's got to do it, and they listed off, like, you know, the three or four people that did, and I think Julian Assange is the only one, like, not in prison right now. Uh, not in American prison, yeah. Right. But isn't he, like, not allowed in a bunch of countries? And, oh, like... I'm sure he's, like, mixed in a whole lot of shit, but the one guy yeah. was serving his, like, money laundering sentence. Yes. Yes and yes. But I would like to say that if you... Not that I... You know, I haven't read any of Satoshi's, like, principles or whatever, but, like, just based off of this documentary, right? So, like, he was against 
these like third party you know transfer systems that's what charlie set up like that's against satoshi and that's why he got burned i would assume he was against using it for like illegal drug trafficking yeah and all the other stuff like i i think that while definitely these people got burned in a lot of ways they got burned because they did their own shit you know what i mean like they they took the good and turned it into evil that's why that's what that's where i'm coming at it that's where i'm you don't think that the government just burned them real hard i do no i definitely do (laughs) and there's there's definitely there's definitely um it's definitely it definitely seems to be like innovation gets squashed before it can be fully looked at yeah i don't think this is going away um and, and again like i really dig the idea of it and i hope it can grow but i'm finding this in all aspects of this society until the baby boobers are gone and out of control nothing will ever happen yeah this is my new theory about everything like as much as they blame millennials i'm like well when you guys stop being such greedy bastards we'll be able to have something i think the biggest barrier to wow here comes alliteration i think the biggest barrier to bitcoin (laughs) is well done i I couldn't avoid it uh is just people's not even lack of understanding because like you know no one understands real money right but it's just the lack of it's just the fear of starting um it's it's because you have to be able to because even though we don't understand real money we have started off with it right even i'm saying real money even though we we don't understand paper money we, we started with it so it feels realer to us but it's just as fake if not more right no, that's a very that's very true. So, are you gonna take four thousand dollars and buy a, a one Bitcoin? No, not not yet. Though I am like, yo, do you like invest now and then like get rich later? Like, is this one of those like Amazon things where it's like, man, in nineteen ninety nine, I invested in this dumb company and now I'm a billionaire. There are tons of stories online of, like, teenagers back in, like, 09 buying, you know, 20 Bitcoins, you know, taking all their savings and are now just uber wealthy. Bitcoin, at the beginning of 2017, this is based off of, like, a uh, not that great chart that shows up on Google, but beginning of 2017 was worth less, was worth right around $1,000 when Bitcoin is worth $1,000. Okay. So if you bought one Bitcoin, you've already quadru- you've, you've quadrupled your money. Since the beginning of Shit. 2017. Yeah, fuck. I want to understand what investing is. Bro. Maybe we can watch that later. What I... what So I'm do, I'm editing all these videos of... Uh, they're casting videos for, for this real estate reality show that I'm working on. I won't say it by name because I feel like I shouldn't talk about this shit recorded. But it's amazing the number of... Not even the number of people. All of these people purchase houses and renovate houses all on loans. It's entirely mortgages, it's entirely loans, it's entirely um, hard money lenders, which is a term I didn't know beforehand. Um, and it, they make tons of money unless something goes wrong. And if something goes wrong, they're, they're ruined for the rest of their lives. Right. And it's wild to me. They, they talk about these numbers. It's like, yeah, I took out a $250,000 loan. And it's like, overnight? Like, you just did that? Ugh. 
don't know. It just crazy. it terrifies me. Like some people get it and they're willing to take that risk, and I just do not feel like I am that risk taker. I am not, but it's but uh, but uh, fortune favors the bold, as they say. True. I'd rather be like the secretary for the bold, and just make like a comfy <laughs> living. <laughs> Goals, uh, goals, goals for days. Yeah, basically. But um, was this? Did I pick this? I did pick this. You did. You did. This was. It was very interesting. I, I don't know that I can say I understand the actual Bitcoin better, but I understand the goals of it better, and I found those to be very interesting, and I agree with them for the most part. Yeah, definitely, and. I think, I th- I think that it's this is like the next thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, even though neither of us really gets it, we should be making an effort to get it. I agree. I do think. What do you say? Like five years. Yeah, I do. Five years it booms. Again. Especially better. like. And I think I think it, it even if it doesn't boom for us, like in five years, like ten in five ten years, as more and more people around the world get internet access and get phone cellular access, like this is the next big thing. Yeah. That's what I think. I feel you. Um. Follow us in all the different places. Ooh ooh! You got you got ideas for next week, or are you? I do. Okay. Um. I have one idea. I've I've seen it before, but I've been meaning to watch it again now that uh, we have access to HBO Go through a friend of ours. Um, I. Oh no, we don't. We don't. We have HBO Go through a friend of ours who he's a friend of ours, who's Teresa Gaffney's father. Uh, uh, I. Do you still have access no. to HBO Go? You lost access I to lost HBO. Access Go. To HBO. We can we can probably we'll talk we'll talk, we'll talk. We'll, your people talk to my people. Um, so n- next week I would like to watch capturing the Freedmans. Oh, have you seen it? No, but Def have heard of it. We have not done anything murder or weird in a while. I think it's Captur- isn't it, it murder. Capturing the Freedmans. Yeah, well, it's it's capturing the Freedmans is like one of the most talked about documentaries it's extremely important yes for documentary film but also just like as a film as an idea um i watched it uh this will maybe be a not even a spoiler but i watched it uh for my conspiracy theory class freshman year um you're gonna i think you're gonna love it i'm very excited i it's definitely been on my radar so i am Uh, ready so um my quote for this week Please just quote yourself. <laughs> I don't even remember it anymore. Um, <laughs> podcasts are documentaries once removed. Some yeah. I can handle that. That could that podcasts are documentaries once removed. 